Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Pizzignano. Chris, a lot, uh, a lot is being discussed lately about uh, the Giants' right tackle position, and mm. uh, it's really the weakest link on the offensive line. Uh, not, much, um, not, not much surprise. I mean, they have Chad Wheeler there penciled in as the starter now. I would say that's a very light pencil they, they, the, the Giants have used. Uh, he's a good player, Chad. He's a, he's a decent player, Chad Wheeler, but he is not the answer at right tackle. All right. So I, I've been under the impression, and I, I think I'm not alone, that the Giants will select a right tackle very early in this draft and, and mm. um, very likely within their first three picks. Uh, I have them taking Cody Ford at 17, who is – He's more of a guard, but he played right tackle the last two years, or the last year, rather, and he's very good. And, I'll, and he, I shouldn't say he's more of a guard, but he's, he's interchangeable, and I know the Giants and Shermer love that. Um, I, didn't know when, I wanted to get your thoughts on who's rising, who's falling, and, and anything you're hearing, because we heard from a little birdie that Gettleman is absolutely enthralled with the, uh, the tackles and the offensive line in this draft. So to think he's not going to go – Right tackle in the first, with one of those first three picks, I, I think is uh, would be completely incorrect if you think he's not doing that. Yeah, I agree, bud. Um, you know, we need a right tackle bad, and, and, and I don't think there's any question either with the 17th pick or or the second round, he's gonna go tackle. And this kid, I, listen, you know how this stuff is in the draft. All of a sudden, kids' stock rise and who drops and all that, right? And is now now the flavor. I shouldn't say the flavor, but this Andre Dillard kid. Yeah. I mean, his stock is skyrocketing. Yep. You know, uh, Jonah Williams is kind of like, oh, well, is he going to play God tackle? You know, yeah, Jonah um, Williams was someone who was like a top 10 pick two months ago. Yeah. Now it's like you could probably yeah. get him in the second round. I mean, you know, it's it, he, he seems to be dropping a little bit. There's Jawan Taylor, you know, uh, uh, he's going to go. It looks like he's going to go high. His delicate is climbing. Dude, I'll tell you what, in all honesty, yeah. bud. I would not be surprised if Taylor went to us at six. I think it's going to be defense. Yeah. But if that tip pick is if, – if that's the guy, I wouldn't be shocked by it. I wouldn't be shocked by it either. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I, we're basically in agreement that they're probably going to go D, but would it shock me? No, it wouldn't. No, you know, a, um, lot, a lot. Most mocks have him going to Jacksonville right after Yeah, this. yeah. It seems like Jacksonville is really – you know, it looks like they might go with him, which is a pick behind us, you know. Yeah. But Jacksonville also has, you know, more pieces on the defense than us. So that's the difference, you know, but, right. um, but no, because, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And if they did go with this kid, at right tackle, um, he, you know, he, he's a pretty solid player. He's one of the top kids coming out, uh, you know, Cody Ford, you know, he might be there at 17. I know you like him over there. So, Hey, listen, Jerry, uh, the right side of the line. Now we it's, it's been addressed with the Zeitler trade. Yeah. And if a kid comes in here drafted by Gettleman, you know, with the, either the 17th pick or even the sixth or the second round, and he starts from day one, and this kid's – now you're looking at a pretty good offensive line for Saquon, you know, and Eli and all that. So, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of people feel that the Giants are one piece away on this offensive line for, you know, having a pretty good foundation yeah. and an offense, you know. Uh, right. And we all know how they feel about Eli. They just they this organization feels that Eli just needs some more time. He needs some more pieces around him. And, well, um, yeah, I was gonna say if you if you look at the line from last year, you got Solder who came on towards the end. Right. Got better as the year went on. Yeah. And, and I, you've made this argument as well. I think it's as much of a product of the middle of the line getting better 
because mm-hmm. Solder pushes his guy to the outside. And in New England, he had a quarterback that could step up because the line was good. Brady steps up, finds his receiver, gets rid of the ball quickly. With with the Giants' O line last year, with Hernandez, uh, you know, being young, uh, being a rookie, starting off, you know, he struggled at first. Jalapio got hurt early. Uh, the right guard uh, position was a joke with Omame. Manning couldn't step up. So that was Flowers. Yeah, exactly. Fly, you're right. And and <laughs> yeah, you had the the abomination that was Eric Flowers at right tackle. Mm-hmm. So you, so you made the point like it's not that Solder got that much better. It's just that the middle of the line improved as well. So Solder could push his guys to the outside and Manning could step mm-hmm. up. Then you have Hernandez, who did come on towards the end of the year. Jalapio coming back. Like you said, Zeitler's a huge upgrade. So what was once at the beginning of last year, the Achilles heel of the Giants could actually be a strength, a, a very a, one of the top two outside of running back, the mm-hmm. biggest strength on the Giants uh, in 2019. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen – Jerry, you know, Sherman said that when Jalapio was playing the best of anybody in, yeah. a, in a game and a half while he was – I know it's only a game and a half, but I'm just telling – you know, I'm just going about what Coach Sherman said. He's, he, he, was, he was playing the best of anybody in the line at that time when he got hurt. Well, you, called okay, that, so, you called that in training camp too. You said he right, loves this kid. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I think he's going to win a job this camp over Pulley. But – and then you look at Hernandez, who really improved in, in, in pass protection. And Kevin Zeitler was – According to PFF, Pro uh, Football Focus was number one in the league. Yeah, and pass protecting at right guard, number one. Yep. So we go from a guy, you know, like Patrick Omame, who probably couldn't block me. Yeah. To a guy who's number one in the league in pass protection. So like you're saying, you know, Nate Solder loves that push on the outside, and then you got Hernandez and Jalapio and a, and a, and a top flight pass protecting right guard. You know, that cleans that pocket in the middle, Jerry. You know, that gives Eli that pocket. And, of course, that edge guy, you know, if the right tackle comes in, whoever they bring in here, you know, does, you know, he protects well. You're looking at a different type of pocket, and and this organization feels that's what Eli needs. You know, so that's the goal. Yeah, whoever it is, you know, Shermer will say, well, he's got to win the job. And, I mean, that – not that Wheel. I'm not comparing Wheeler to Flowers, but uh, you, you would think that whoever they're drafting at right tackle is the starter – Right, they the said that about second they pick him. Yeah, if you remember, they said that about Will and Anders last year. Matter of fact, in the OTAs, he wasn't even with the ones at first. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know how that turned out. He slowly went over to the ones, and that was the end of that. You know, and he played every snap. I love God. So yeah, I don't think there's any question, Jerry. They go high with a, a tackle. He's you know he might not be with the ones the first OTA you watch him, but he's going to be over there over Wheel. Uh, this this is the last I want to talk about it, and I really and it really is the last I want to talk about it, but. Odell? Uh, yeah. Yeah, how'd you know? How'd you, how'd you guess? <laughs> I didn't know. I was guessing. You know. What's the matter, bud? What's the I, matter? I just, the, the tweets about, the tweets with regard to, you know, we still love Odell, and that's fine. But, like, I, I you know, going out and buying a Browns jersey with Odell on it, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's some fans saying, well, I'm now a Browns fan. It's like, guys, go, mm-hmm. go then. Goodbye. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just so annoying. Like, the, yeah. yeah, Mark Ross comes up with the E-Hive. I don't know what you would call the Odell, you know, mm. group, or, or brigade, whatever you want to call it. It's just like, okay, guys, get it off your chest, please. Can you just get this temper tantrum off your chest? And can we please move on? It's hard enough defending the move mm. to opposing fans all the time. But when you have your own fans, doing, it's just annoying to me, that's all. And I'll get over it, but 
I just see it more and more. I'm like, oh, guys, come on. Get over it, please. Yeah. I mean, are we going to be Browns fans? Because, you know, you know a favorite, one of your favorite players left. I mean, hey, listen, that's your choice. But, you know, if, if you're a Giant fan, you've got to get over it. And um, let's see what we do next year. You know, let's, let's, let's build in this draft. The draft is now, you know, a couple weeks away, man. Yeah. And it should be an exciting time. The Giants have three high picks. Yep. You know? It seems like there's a segment out, you know, out there. You know, it's, it's you know, if it's not Odell, it's Eli, right? It's amazing, right? Yeah, the, the two most yeah. polarizing giants are Eli and Odell. Yeah, right. It's uh, so I know there's a, you know, a lot of people do not want to see number ten on the center next September. Man, it's unbelievable, but mm-hmm. it, this is what it is. So let's see what happens with this draft and we'll see what happens next year, man. You know, Gettleman's determined Jerry to make that a top five offensive line in this league, you know? Um, And we'll see, you know, if they, if they could plug in a right tackle, you know, within this draft that holds his own and plays well, it's going to be a pretty good offensive line. And you have to see what's going to happen then, man. And so we're clear there. I, I, the list gets bigger and bigger because this is a very talented draft class it seems at least if they especially take, on a defense yeah and if they take taylor at six i'm not going to be upset about it i i want defense but i mean i've gone from wanting defense to, to haskins to defense to now Taylor. i don't care mm. like, I, that's my point like there's 15 guys there i counted 15 guys they could take at six where i'd say okay good pick yeah okay so and ed, yeah. ed oliver's one of them who seems to drop he dropped for a while now he's moving back up and, yeah, uh, you know. yeah. I see people tweeting at us all the time. Would you take him at six? No, I'm not taking it all of at six. But I, I'm no. saying if they did take him, I, I'm I'm not going to be upset. No, uh, but yeah, Jerry, this is what we're saying. It's so deep on the defensive side of the ball yeah. that you're not going to be upset who they draft yeah. unless they come with somebody, you know, Oshkosh guy out of out of you know uh, Jerry Reese type thing as some kid out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Um, um so you're not going to be upset. I still want defense, Jerry. Yeah. But like you just said, if they draft the Taylor kid, yeah. if they love him that much, yeah. and this kid is a future pro bowler, bud, I will not have a complaint with that, man. If they go with the Taylor kid, I'm not going to sit there and go, what? We're going with Taylor. What are you going? No, I'm okay. You know, so. So usually we wait about 20 minutes to get into questions. But the fact that we got, my, my God, 77 responses uh, I don't, I'm obviously not going to read all of them, but we're going to read more than we normally do. I mean, first off, thank you all for, for sending in your questions every week. And it gets bigger and bigger. And the buffoon shirts are gone, right? Well, yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's only a few left. And the fact that so many buffoons are out there, it's awesome. We have buffoons right. in Jamaica on, 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 on uh, nice. trips to Jamaica, uh, yeah. Austria, Germany, Ireland, England. It's insane. It's awesome. And thank you all. We're, we're like international now, bud. Yes. We're buffoons international. That's, that's, uh, we're like, um, <laughs> was that in Step Brothers? I forget what the prestige worldwide. We're, we're buffoons international. That's what we're going to change it to. <laughs> to Giant Insider to buffoons international. But, um, anyway, I, there's a lot of good questions. I want to, I want to get to them. And I, I guess an extra, extra treat this week, we'll have about 30 minutes worth of questions. So if you hey, Jerry, to, be- yeah, go ahead. Jerry, before we get to that, you, you starting to get pumped a little bit for this draft coming up? Starting. Yeah, you are. I, I wrote in, I wrote in my column. I, I'm muttering names in my sleep now of, of draft prospects. So, right. Right. Uh, it just uh, somebody posted a clip of Devin White, and my God, I would love if mm-hmm. he as as long as Quinn and Williams and Josh Allen aren't still on the board, and even if they are, 
I mean, the Giants need to run up there and say the name Devin White if he's there. I'd, I'd love the kid. I, I, if, I just, Q, if Q if Q Williams is on a board, no, I'm saying Q Williams is fine. You you get him, but yeah, yeah. If, if he's not, who cares? He, we get White. God bless them, man. Woof. Even if yeah, even if Q Williams is there, I'm not gonna get mad if they took White. But if but, you're the general manager and Q Williams is on a board with White, who are you going with? I don't know, dude. Wow, man, Devin White's stock is flying off the charts with you, huh? He just he's so active and he could play he. He's not just an inside linebacker. He can play outside too on certain situations. Like he's everywhere, and he—I don't know, man. I—I I, I love the kid's Magic passion. Gettleman. No, Magic Gettleman bringing in our first linebacker since that—that that stiff Banks. Magic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that big tomato Banks who took up some space on the outside over there for years. Yeah. I'm kidding, everybody. Everybody knows I'm kidding. All right, but can you imagine, Jerry, our first linebacker since '84, and the kid's flying all over the field? Yeah. Uh, you you want to stop a run, boy. Get some inside back. Is it interactive? That'll stop a run. That's what I said in the column. Like somewhere, Carl Banks will be smiling when, when we take Devin White. So, <laughs> Hell, you know Banks will love it. 35-year streak. So, Oof. All right, dude. So um, a ton of good questions. And, and again, normally we go into them at a, uh, 20 minutes in, but we'll, we'll try to get to most of them because a lot of them were, were not only good, uh, but hilarious. Uh, so the, the first one. From uh, Sean Allen at Spa Thirty Two Blue, Chris, this is for you. For me? Well, because you're you're the buffoon of free agency, in a good way. Okay. Do you think the Giants would consider Donald Penn as an option for right tackle? No. Okay. So no. 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 All right. So you're saying no. <laughs> uh no. <laughs> uh, Giants. Nah, Thirty five is old. No, no. Yeah. Come on. No, mom. We gotta get a kid in here. Go ahead. Giant fans online at NYG fans, our boy Eddie, with the Jets unveiling their uniforms. <laughs> oh, that happened? Would you like to see the Giants make any changes, like putting Giants back on their helmet or keep it the way it is? I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew. I don't care. I like the, I like the, the, the color rush ones, but I really could. I don't care. Yeah, I could care less. I could care less. Uh, it's fine the way it is with me. Keep it. Here's a good one. Uh, Mr. Glass half full. Is Dalvin Tomlinson a core piece for the Giants defense moving forward? The run defense is apparently his strength, but the Giants did poorly versus the run with him as a starter once snacks left. Hangs up and listens. Yeah, he's he's yeah. Uh, he's not a two technique guy. He's more of a three technique. He's a, he's not an over the over the center type dude, man. Uh, he'll be fine. You know, he'll he'll be right. Is he a core piece? Yeah, right now he is. You yeah, know, by default. But, Listen, you, listen, he's not a snacks. That's it. But it wasn't just him, Jerry. Yeah. The inside back is a horrible. Yeah. Ogletree, uh, you know, uh, they're just not good run stoppers. Goodson has, Goodson's not bad against the run. Don't get me wrong. And I think he will improve. But Ogletree's not a good gap guy. Not a good. It wasn't just Thomason, but he's just not a two-technique guy, Thomason. He's a three. He's a three-technique. And, uh, you know, so, I, listen, he, he's a good player. But I tell you what. He has to step it up in year three now, Jerry. Yeah. I need Tomlinson to step it up this year. Yeah. He was okay last year. He was good as a rookie. He was okay. But he needs to step it up a little bit now. Yeah, he's one of those guys that just, I know you always say, it doesn't matter if you're a football player, but he he does scream 4-3 defensive tackle. Yeah. You know, they, they put him over there. They got him more snaps, you know, and all that. Uh, when Gettleman said, oh, we got, you know, we wanted to give some guys more snaps. That's why we got rid of snacks. Which is, of course, wasn't the truth. They just want to give it a snacks and a contract and all that. But 
he's you know he's just not a, he's not a pure guy you know and that plays in a, on a two you know so but he'll be he'll he'll be all right man he'll, he'll be fine but we do need him to step up Jerry he has to elevate his play this season Agent X at Agent X six zero two one. Great question. Expecting my first kid in July. Congratulations. Congratulations, bud. At birthing class, an Eagle fan there finds out that I bleed blue. Boasts about his most recent Super Bowl win immediately. Should I have a calm, calmly smiled and walked away? B explain that four is greater than one. Mm. C ask who are the Eagles or D other. I'll take it first. D other go out slash his tires. And uh, hope they uh, they don't get home. There you go. <laughs> or D other ask him if that was his license plate out in the parking lot. Yeah. That he showed everybody last week. <laughs> and I don't I don't advocate slashing tires. It's a joke. But um, I'm just so I'm sick of these people. I can't stand them. They're all around me all the time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Robert Gottlieb. Yes, I have a question. Why did the Giants? Nah, I don't want to hear it. I'm tired of the Odell questions. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Let's not deal with any more Odell questions. It's over with now. Yeah, Done. Why didn't you thank him? Oh yeah, maybe we should have had a parade down the Canyon of Heroes, Sean Christopher. Come on. They did. The organization did. Oh Gettleman, Sherman, they all said thanks for everything. The kid was a good kid, but and we moved on. Here you go. Sad Giants fan. Should the Giants look into signing anyone from the AAF, Chris? Oh, um, I don't know enough to be honest with you. I I saw like a three quarters of that league. Oh, three quarters of a game, of an actual game, yeah. like three quarters. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Did you I see mean, anybody, I, Jerry, that kind of stood out? You, I know a, you watched it a little bit more than me. There's a defensive end named Demontre Moore. He looks like a stud. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's hard to say, man. You don't know. I mean, it, it's it's that next level down of competition. So there weren't enough games. I mean, there were a few guys that looked good, but I, I don't know. It just, it's, it's too, um, I don't know. It, it, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't enough of an example. Jerry, I'm sure you're going to see some AAF kids in, in camps this yeah. summer getting a look. But as far as actually who, who the Giants should bring in, I, I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. All right. Maybe Manziel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's one from McConkey's Towel. That's a great name, by the way. That was one of my He'll, favorite Twitter names. Love that. Yeah. Guys, you are level-headed, sensible men. Wow, that's... Thank you, I, I guess, because I don't think I am, but I appreciate that. But with that being said, how did you how do you not lash out on all the buffoons out there in the Twitterverse? Uh, patience, I practice it, man. I, um, I'm practicing yoga, so no, I'm not. I don't know. What, at the followers? At our followers? No, I guess uh, Twitterverse, just Twitter. All, all, oh, uh, nah, yeah. It's just, you could do that all day, man. You know. Here's a good question. Marcos Lopez acquiring Rosen plus defensive two defensive players in the first round would speed up the rebuild by how many years? A couple, <laughs> a couple, you know, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't, yeah, it depends I, how much I, you like Rosen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know what, what they're thinking on Rosen. Um, I don't think they're going to make a play for Rosen. Um, but if Gettleman loves him that much and Sherman loves him that much, I guess they'll try to work on something after you know when it, on draft night. Um, honestly, Jerry, I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't I don't think that's good. I don't think that's the path they're going to go down. I really don't. Murph at underscore Murph seven ninety. What are your thoughts on Corey Coleman? Do you think they view him as a legit one or two? And no. also, is it time to bring in competition for BJ Goodson? Hashtag buffoon crew. 
Uh, I'll take it. I'll take the second part of that. Yes, his name is Devin White, and he plays for LSU. That's mm. that's the competition. There it is. There you go. So go there ahead. you go. What are your or, thoughts on Coleman? Or, I'll bet yeah. Could could we get my boy Zach Brown in here? That'll be real good competition. There you go. But, and but I'm sorry. What was the first? Oh, Corey Coleman, one or two? No, no. He'll he'll be battling for the three and a kickoff, and he'll be the he'll probably be the the kickoff returner. Did Quadri Henderson get released? Yes, he did. He did officially, right? Yep. Okay, so he's he's not even in the mix anymore. So Corey Coleman, um, you know, he's gonna, you know, him and Peppers will be doing a return game and all that, and uh, he'll be down as a number three. No, not as a one of a two. All right, Nick Bronson at Nick Bronson six. All oh, this is directed at me. Very good question, Nick. Would you rather go to a dance competition your daughter wasn't in, or the Giants draft Daniel Jones at six? I'd rather go to a competition that my daughter was not in. <laughs> yep. I mean, Daniel Jones at six. There you go. All right, Giant fans. If they, they want to, Giants want to piss me off, they draft Daniel Jones at six. That, that oh, man. Is. Can you imagine something like that? No. <laughs> no. I, I, like, that's that's the way they could screw it up, right? Oh, I would lose all faith in uh, Daniel Jones better be, better be Russell Wilson. <laughs> they ever went with that kid at six. Yeah, yes. Oh, I would lose all faith in Gettleman at first if they did that. All faith. Yeah, I would all, lose all that Gettleman. talk about being us, of us being Gettleman mouthpieces would fall by the wayside after that pick. Well, all faith. Oh, my God. Uh, I've, I've been, you know, we've been very patient with Gettleman. He's got a plan. He's had a good draft and all that. And, you know, uh, by the way, by the way we, we questioned numerous cuts last year and free agent signings, by the way, last season. We did do that, right? Yeah. Okay, I guess a lot of people forget that. Whoever said that, forget that. But if he ever did something like that, oh, God. I'm skipping over some ridiculous questions. Like, would they – and he, he admits it's a stupid question, but it's funny. Would you – do you envision the, the Giants signing Davis Webb and cutting Kyle Aletta? Uh, uh Here's one from – I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Shahi Babar at Shahi Babar 1. What's the remaining cap situation with the Giants, and will they be able to add another impact player prior to the draft? I think it's around ten or eleven million, and my answer is no. But yep, that's yeah, a little over eleven, and the answer is no. There you go, Lisa, the biggest Eli Manning fan in the world at so bad six, and a member of the buffoon crew, I should say. Do you right. th- do you think somewhere in this year's draft we pick up a corner? If so, who do you like? What round would be good to grab a solid one? Yes. Uh, probably somewhat early. And I like, I, I have, uh, you know, there's, there's the greedy Williams of the world, the, the, uh, rock sin of the world. Mm-hmm. I have a Chris, you'll be happy to hear the kid love from Notre Dame that the giants are grabbing him early in this draft. Wow. There you go. How so I, I, I started whipping up my mock draft. Did you? Um, yeah. We'll get to that. I guess next week is something on a podcast or yeah. as, as we get closer. Um, I put the kid Murphy, the corner, at number 17. Okay, bud? Wow. Another another kid whose stock she, is... And she, I didn't even finish the question. That's my bad. She said, thoughts on Byron Murphy. Look at you, Chris. You and Lisa are in lockstep. Did, did she say that? She did. I didn't, I well, didn't ask. I didn't ask. The thing is because Lisa's from my, uh, you know, old neighborhood in Brooklyn, so oh. you know she's very intelligent. There we go. And uh, no, I, it's funny she said. You know, I tell you what, this Lisa man, she is all over this stuff. Yeah. She really is. She knows college and everything, man. God bless her. Yep. 
Um, she's really good, man. I have to admit. Um, but I have this kid Murphy's st um, stock flying, buddy, coming up the charts. And I, I was doing a little mock the other day, and I said, you know what? I still think the Giants need a corner. We, obviously, we need a corner. All right? And, you know, they'll compete with Beal and Beal Dury, whatever it might be. And I like this kid Murphy, but I actually started writing him down for the 17th pick right now. Could change. You know, that's what it's, that's what it's all about, these mock drafts. You change them all the time, right? But that's what I put down the other day. Now, am I crazy for that, bud? No, no. I, I, my first mock had Greedy Williams at 17. I've changed it a billion times. No, mm -hmm. I, I absolutely not because we're relying on Jenkins and Beal. No, absolutely. I think if they took a corner in the first three picks, it wouldn't be dumb. The Giants need so much. This is the problem yep. when you need everything. No, nothing stupid yep. except running back. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll go with that. <laughs> so that'll be a seventh. If they bring in a kid, that'll be a seventh round or sixth round or whatever it might be. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Beck, if quarterback goes at six, who would you like to see at 17? It depends on who's there. I would imagine defensive line, though. He said defensive line, O-line, or wide receiver. Not I mean, If we take a quarterback at six and a wide receiver at 17, then we're not paying attention to the trend of the draft at all. <laughs> and we're ignoring what's strong in it. Well, I was going to say we're ignoring our team, too, because right. the team needs defense. Right. Uh, Gettleman's trigger finger. <laughs> finger. That's a great name. <laughs> Oh, yes, absolutely. We just talked about this. Is there any chance Gettleman passes on D and drafts Jawan Taylor? Yes. Hashtag buffoon crew. Nice job, buddy. Here's, yep. one, here's one, Chris. Irish NFL podcast at Irish NFL pod. Always messaging us. Good dude. Should we consider taking a flyer on Jay Ajay to bump up uh, the running backs? No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't do that. Jay could be a little bit of a head case at times. I don't think that's the type of guy, that, guy they want to bring in here. Here's a good one. Um, Chris at 5'6", G-Men 6'4". Hey, guys, ever wonder what the reaction would have been had Twitter been around in 84 after the, Giant drafted, after the Giants drafted Carl Banks with the third overall pick after the disastrous 83 season, considering the quarterback situation at the time and linebacker situation at the time? That is a great question because I remember, and, and these are the, it's just one of the things I, the stupid Rain Man memory, I remember is the second year I'm watching the Giants, and I remember my sister saying, they have linebackers coming out of there, you know what, why'd they take this kid? So if Banks, you're mm. listening, my sister was not on board with you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She, I mean, because we had Van Pelt, they had Kelly, and it was like, why yeah. are they taking another linebacker? Well, you, you, you draft talent, right? You don't just draft mm -hmm. for position, which is what Gettleman's been saying. Mm. But yeah, the reaction was, I specifically remember, the reaction was, why the hell are they taking a linebacker? We don't even know what we have at quarterback. Scott Sims has been hurt for four, year, four or five years. Scott Bruner was terrible. So to, to go with a linebacker at three overall, you know, it was like, wow, that's, that's strange. But, yeah, the Twitterverse, to answer your question, Chris, Twitter would have exploded. Yeah. And then Twitter – yeah, it would have been going, why are we going another linebacker? And, and, and behind the scenes of that is that – Parcells, they knew Parcells was getting rid of Kelly and Van Pelt and all them. Yeah. Uh, they needed, you know, they were big on linebackers back then, then too, man. They yeah. loved linebackers back then. And they already had Andy Hedden on the team. And he had Andy Hedden, who was a pretty solid, you know, he was a solid player himself. Byron you know? Hunt, Robbie Jones. Yeah, you know, um, but there was a plan behind that too. You know, they want, they were going to get rid of, there were some things going on behind the scenes with Kelly and Van Pelt, and they were going to unload them. And they wanted to stock up, and, and Banks was a, you know, he was a top flight linebacker coming out, man. And 
It turned out to be a pretty good pick, no? That was decent. <laughs> yeah, I mean him and uh, him and that other guy over there, Lawrence Taylor. He wasn't bad either, so yeah. it, worked, it worked out pretty good. But I, it's funny the things you remember when you were a kid. I remember my sister saying they have linebackers coming out of their butts. Why did we take another I, linebacker? My sister's a lot older than me, so yeah, you know she was like almost in a Jerry. I said it too. Yeah, Jerry, I said it too. I remember when he drafted Banks. I was like, wow, linebacker, a little surprising, you know. But I remember I just said head, and that was in 84. That was the year that in week two, I think they won 27-7 or 28-7 over Dallas. And in that game, LT sacked Hogaboom, head and picked it up and ran like 90 yards for a touchdown. And then I remember they were celebrating like crazy. And I, you know, I'm what? I am nine years old at the time. I looked at my dad and I said, the hell are they so happy for? I didn't say hell because I would have got slapped. I said, why are they so happy? <laughs> it was because we never beat Dallas, kid. You don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it is true, bud. Uh, it was awesome. true. It was, it was nice that we started turning the corner on the Cowboys. And, and that's when, we, that's when we wore white at home to make Dallas wear blue. Yeah. we got to yeah. do that again. Yeah. Get, well, get the message out there, man. Well, that was like the Danny White days. They, like, they yes. spooked the uniform, you know? I loved it. That was like psychological warfare that Parcells did. I loved it. Make Dallas mm-hmm. wear blue. They hate those uniforms. Yeah, yeah. The, the Eagles did it too. The Eagles would wear white at home. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Well, everybody, a lot of people did it. They, you know, they felt it was a psychological advantage. You know, well, the, well, the Redskins, their the uniforms are white, like the with the red pants. So that was a home uniform for them. But the Giants yep. would actually wear their road uniforms. Yep. To make Dallas wear blue, it was awesome. <laughs> Amazing the things you miss, huh? My God, when you <laughs> when you have six or seven seasons without making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the Cowboys kicking the crap out of us all the time in the late 70s, early 80s. And when we turned the corner and started kicking the crap out of them, it was nice. Yeah. Oh. It was it was a nice feeling, but uh, that's what – you know, could we get back to that a little bit? Could we start kicking the crap out of the Eagles? Oh, my God. Your, I feel like I'm in the 70s. Jerry, I, Jerry, I feel like I'm in the late 70s again with with, the, with this Eagles situation where where the Cowboys used to, would stall back and all them. Used to beat us every damn time, and that's what I feel like now with the Eagles. Could we turn this corner, please? Yeah, oh God! Oh, I'm ready to sacrifice a live chicken to make this happen. I'll do anything. I, I don't care. Whatever you guys need. Sacrifice a live chicken. Oh my God! Uh, before Peter comes after him, I'm not doing that. So it's not. Oh not my God! It. Maybe saying. we should do that thing like in Major League, the movie with Serrano with the thing out of the locker or something. You know? Yeah, with the snake. With the snake or something. Pray I don't to, know. We need to pray to Joe Boo and give him some rum. Yeah. You know what we need? Uh, we need some edge rushes, bud. That's all. Yeah. We need better players, bud. We don't need That's Daniel Jones. We don't need Daniel Jones at six. <laughs> oh, Jerry, don't even don't even fool around like that. I'm telling you now. All right. Here's I don't ruin my whole damn night. Don't even fool around like that. Here's, yeah. a, here's a good one from a buffoon crew member. Javier Burgos at CT underscore Giants fan. If the Giants give up a third for Rosen, and if at 17 Locke is available, well, I guess one or the other, who would you rather? Would you take Locke? Rumors said the Giants like Locke. Yeah. Uh, would I rather have Locke at 17 than Rosen for a third? I'll let you take that first. Oh, oh thanks. <laughs> Wait, so we trade it for Rosen? No, no, no. no. Would, you, would, you, would you rather have Locke at 17 <laughs> or would you rather give up a third for Rosen? Um, Tough one. That's a tough one, man. Really I'd rather nice. go Locke at 17. It shows you what I think of Rosen. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I would I would rather go lock at 17. It's a good question, though, boy. That's a real good question. That's, that's bar- a real good question. It's barely going lock. 
that, Bailey that, going lock, but I'll go with lock at 17. If you watch the, the YouTube of that Alabama game, it's hard to get that. I know Alabama's great, but it is hard to get that image of him out of your head. Wow. But I would take lock barely. Uh, Mava, you answered my question. Glad I won't be a buffoon member. No, no problem. Buffoon, buffoon of the week, rather. Uh, <laughs> oh, no here we go. No fouls are going to be a buffoon of the week. No, never. Johnny at Jay Paracelli, your boy, uh, Chris, uh, the, the, the Yankees Ranger fan. Hope I'm not too late. Looks like both the Yankees and Red Sox are off to rough starts. At least it's not August. Putting your bias aside, what are your genuine thoughts of how Howie Roseman operates as a GM? I'll take your call off the air. Hashtag buffoon crew. I, I would love it. I mean, I, how can you not respect what he's doing in Philly? Hey, What's my general thoughts of Howie Roseman? What are your yeah putting your biases? He's one of the he's one of the best in the in the game. It's not even close, right? Built the Super Bowl winner. Did what he had to do to get Wentz. He's you know he's getting guys this year. Seems like for a bag of peanuts, he's bringing guys in as usual. He does is it every off season? He seems like he's getting real uh, you know solid plays for nothing. Every year we hear about the Eagles have no cap money and they're going out signing guys, re-signing guys, and right. And then they make trades for where they get first round picks for. Garbage, like <laughs> Sam Bradford, or they yeah. give up, or they give up a bag of balls for a uh, bag of footballs, yeah, uh, for 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 good players. And he goes out and he provides depth <laughs> on the offensive line where guys like Jason Peters get hurt every year. Uh, yeah. It seems like, and, and Vitae step in. Yeah, you know, he had Stephen Wisniewski, uh, Wisniewski when he played there. You know, the last few years he stepped in. He went out and got Travis Kelsey, who I said a couple years ago was the best center in football. And people were like, oh, what are you talking about? Remember that? Yeah. And now he's down as the best center in football. He's first team all pro. He's coming back one more year or two to make my life hell. Right. I mean, you know, so Roseman. Like dressed up like a mummer for that stupid right. parade they had. He needed a receiver. He went out and got yeah. Ashlon, Je- you know, Ashlon Jeffrey a couple years ago. He's a good GM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no question about it. You, you could say, well, you hate the Eagles, but that's not being objective. Yeah. I don't like the Eagles. We all know that. Jerry, we know you don't like the Eagles. You despise them. But you're not going to turn around and say, hey, Howie Roseman stinks because he's an Eagle. Right. You know? That's ridiculous. The guy's one of the best GMs of football. Yep. Here's one. Carlos Rodriguez, buffoon crew member. I have a comment and a question, then I'll hang up and listen. <coughs> Has to be the worst draft day hat I've ever seen. Oh, man. Did you see that hat? The Giants. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? What are we, Julius Caesar with that thing? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm waiting for the movie. Like, I'm waiting for, like, the Gladiator movie to kick up or something. Stupid looking. I don't, yeah, really stupid. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Here's his question. Oh, this is a nice <laughs> one. Why are you guys only on twice a week? Well, we can we can up it during the season if you want, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. What twice the, a week's good. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what the market dictates. <laughs> I'm glad you want, I'm glad everybody wants us on twice a week. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Frank, Frankie the Tank at Romocop74. Here's a question from him. Guys, I added a few pounds over the winter. Is an XL mm. Buffoon Crew shirt going to fit me? Please leave me on the line. I'm, I'm not near a radio. <laughs> <laughs> You'll answer. You have to answer that one, Jerry. Uh, I just be safe. Go with the double X, pal. I know. The, they, oh, they, are no, you they, calling Frank the Tank fat? No, his name literally is the Tank. It, I don't well, know. I, it could be because he's a big, powerful, strong guy. I mean, probably right now, the, it sounds like you're calling him fat. Probably from the old school movie. No, I'm just saying, you know, they, they run a little big, but wintertime is rough on a lot of us, so. Uh, go with the with the double X, um, but I think he has an I think he's a, has an XL already. I think I just sent it out. 
So you'll be fine, Frank. They they run a little uh they run a little big. Nigel Estwick at TNT from NYC. I need glasses, man. I'm so push putting that off. Do you think the Giants have enough firepower with OBJ gone like a deep threat? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Chris, run with it. Deep threat? No, we don't have a deep threat right now. We have, but, enough, we have enough firepower. Doesn't mean we can't score points. No, yeah. that you know we could definitely score points. Uh, we have it, guys. We have a guy. We have a kid named Saquon Barkley back there. You know, we have a real, real good uh, a tight end that could you know could really do some things. And we got some receivers and stuff like that. We have enough players to score over twenty points a game. Okay. Yeah. Defense, <laughs> folks. I'd rather have a good offensive line. Uh, and we're and, building and, that and, and pretty good receivers than a ridiculous deep threat with a crappy offensive line like we've had. Right. So we've right. tried it the other way. Let's try it a new way. And folks, trust me, I'd be shocked if Gentleman doesn't address a kid that gets stretched the field in his draft. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Mr. Delgado at NJMIKS. If a giant receiver goes to the Pro Bowl this year, who will it be? Golden Tate or Sterling Shepard? Shep. Yeah, I agree. Shepard. Uh, let's see. Uh, will the Giants trade for Rosen? I have no idea. Here's a good one. Derek at D wins. Do you think James Betcher's philosophy has evolved since coaching in Arizona, or did he lower the blitzing percentage for lack of confidence in defensive backs? Bingo. <laughs> very, Bingo. Very astute question, my friend. Bingo, bud. You just hit it in the second part of your question. He said he was much more aggressive with the Cardinals is his comment. Yeah, but when you have a kid like Patrick Peterson playing, taking away half the field, you could do a lot of things, man. You know? So um, he wasn't as aggressive as I would have liked him last year. I pointed that out numerous times that I thought he should have got more aggressive, but he, he felt, no question about it, he couldn't do a lot of things with his schemes because of what was going on in the back end. Okay? Um, so... If Janoris plays well, if Jack Rabbit plays well, if this kid Beal could cover, Jerry, um, you'll see a lot more out of Betcha yeah. this season as far as the blitz schemes. Here's one. Robbins Exum, another Buffoon crew member. Here's a good one, Chris, and we're going to get in trouble for this one. <laughs> Who's your favorite New York Giants coach since Bill Parcells? <laughs> it's a tough one to answer. And um, you and I are going to agree on this, and people are going to kill us for it. Who's our favorite coach since Parcells? Yeah. So you got what? You got Ray Hanley. You got Fossil. Ray Hanley, Dan, Dan Reeves, Fossil, Coughlin. Right. Ben Coughlin McAdoo. And now uh, and McAdoo and Sherma. Yeah. I don't know. Who's my favorite coach since Parcells? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't like Fossil. <laughs> I wasn't a Fossil guy. Even though he, you know, he won some things with us and all burst the Super Bowl, Reeves. I don't know. I, I, I know I, what you I, don't really... I, I know what you want to say. Pat Sherma. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Say it. Right now, I, I know I'm going to get killed for I, it. But... That's why I said we would, because we um, neither neither of us were huge Coughlin guys. No, I, folks, you got the wrong guy with Coughlin. You could destroy me over there. Hey, Coughlin, Super Bowls, all that. But if you're asking me who the question was, who I think was the best coach, the question was who's my favorite coach, right? Right. 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 Okay. So if you're going to do that right now, it's going to be Sharma right now. I agree. Now, I'm not saying that's – obviously, that's not the best. The question was, who's your favorite? Right. Right? Right. I never you know, I, was, I never liked Fossil as a person. Um, 
I never uh, Reeves. I respect it. I liked Reeves. I liked Reeves. You know. Uh, yeah, Coughlin, the problem, the you know, problem with Reeves and Young, they were just so uh, on opposite ends of what they wanted to do with the team. Yeah. So. So as a person, though, as as an actual man and and a human being, uh, I would go Sherma. Here's a good one from uh, Curmudgeon sixty-eight. He's so it's perfect name because he's yeah. so miserable. This guy. Does, <laughs> does Dave Gettleman get a free buffoon crew T-shirt if he drafts Daniel Jones? Oh yeah. Oh, yes. yes, he does, Curmudgeon. <laughs> Curmudgeon, yes, he does. That is a great question, uh, folks. He, all I could so say miserable, is miserable. This guy. All I could say is, folks, if that ever happened, you might want to go out and just wait by the mailbox for the giant insider at the next magazine, just to see uh, the next uh, paper, just to see what me and Jerry wrote. No, especially at six. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. If he yeah, does that at six, at six, yeah. If he ever takes a Daniel Jones at six, just wait by the mailbox for the next giant insider a newspaper, because but, you will love what me and Jerry are going to write. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be at the draft. If they take Jones at six, I will not be around for pick 17. I will leave. Oh, I don't blame you. Um, I don't blame you. I don't have to ask any questions of, of Jones if he's taking at six. Right. And and the uh, the giant security is probably going to have to escort me out of the media room if that ever happens <laughs> at night. Here's a good one. And I keep saying that, but these are really good questions, guys. You're getting much more creative. Thank you. Rather than just, do you like Josh Rosen? Are you upset about Odell? OB1156. <laughs> if Haskins is there at eight or nine, would the Giants consider moving up from 17, assuming they took a defensive player at six? Depends how much I like Haskins, but that's a good question, man. That's a really good out of the box, you know, thought. I like it. But I don't think they will. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, if they love Haskins that much, I believe they will take him at six, Jerry. Yeah. Sean Tomlinson, for the sake of curiosity, buffoon crew member, if we went eight or eight and eight or nine and seven this season, oh, you are mm-hmm. you're smoking a lot, Sean. Uh, whoa, you, whoa, 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 whoa! What was that? What do you mean he's smoking a lot? Eight and eight or nine and seven this year? All right, cool. no chance. Uh, right, no, I, no chance. You telling me? No, no, not no chance. But all right. they could have won eight eight last year. You tell me there's no chance with a better offensive line. Do you think we'll be having the same debate about keeping Eli? Are you ignoring me? Season? Are you yeah, ignoring me right a, now, Jerry? A, a little. A little. Okay, so I'm talking out of my butt that they can't go eight and eight next year. No. no. Okay, go on with the question because now you're ditching and weaving. Okay, go on with the question. Yeah, I, you know what? Yes, <laughs> they're not an eight and eight. No, no, you don't have to answer it. You're ditching and weaving. Go ahead. You're Do dodging you th- and everything if now. They go, go, all right, if they go nine and seven. Do you think we'll be having the same debate about keeping Eli the next season? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I hate to tell you, Paul. I hate to tell you. If they go 97 and Eli plays pretty good, yeah, we will be. <laughs> oh, uh, good one. Vin at Chipped Tufus, our boy Vin. You're on the clock, fellas. Mm. Ready? You got White, Sweat, <clears throat> Haskins, Oliver, Farrell, Locke, Williams, Taylor, Gary. Which one do you want? White for me. Q Williams? Uh, Jonah, Is Jonah, Jonah, no, 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 Jonah Williams. Oh, oh um, what? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with White too, bud. And if your pick A is not available, who's your pick B? Uh, Sweat. Yep. Look at us, huh? We're in lockstep. Yep, buddy. Yep, I agree trip. with you, man. I agree with you. I'm not crazy about Jonah Williams, Jerry. Yeah, me neither. I like him at 17. Uh, mm. We got time for one more. I want to pick a good one. Here we wow. go. 
Long wait between picks 37 and 95 from Curtis. Mm. This is Curtis Taylor at Curtis D0101. Fact or fiction, the Giants will trade up uh, in the second or third between 37 and 95. Fact or fiction, Chris? It could be fact. With all their draft picks, it could be fact. No, is it fact or fiction? Don't don't waffle. Oh, is it fact or fiction? Yes. Uh, I would, right now, I would say, what, the trade up between the, the – the second yeah, and like third after round? They, yeah, after they pick, the, you know, the 37 pick is the beginning of the second round. And then yeah, the yeah. third round pick is the end of the third. I'm going to go. Probably fiction. Fact. I have them doing it and taking that kid from Notre Dame. Fact, baby. Oh, okay. I hope you're right, man. <laughs> I hope you're right. Uh, here we go. You know what? I'm going to do one more. because um, he, he could help out the four and three, the, the three and 13 squad that you predicted. Sounds like, I didn't say three and 13. Sounds like he's uh, overseas because he says, hey, lads, just wanted to know. And this is Arthur Morgan at Magneto underscore Manning. Hey, lads, wanted to under wanted to know your thoughts on Jamie Collins, the former linebacker for the Pats and Browns. Mm. Very strange what's going on with Jamie Collins, man. Mm-hmm. Had like 100 tackles last year, gets released and nobody signed him. Yeah. Nobody's picked up. I mean, he's still a pretty effective linebacker, but I just don't like that, Jerry. Like, why is nobody... You know, he's out there for nothing, and the Patriots can use a linebacker, and Belichick not going near him. Yep. Belichick traded him. I understand that, but it's like you could get him for pretty cheap probably right now for a one-year deal, and nobody's touching Jamie Collins. Why is that, Jerry? It is very weird. It scares me. When I see that yep. stuff, it kind of scares me, you know? So I, I don't know what to tell you. I still like him as a player. But Dorsey gave up on him this year. Nobody's touching him. So that that would scare me. That would scare me. All right, dude. Good job as always. Everybody, thanks for your questions. We'll drop another one Monday. We will name our buffoons of the week, and we'll uh, we'll hopefully there's more news to go around. Otherwise, we're gonna beat the hell out of this draft some more. But uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's getting <laughs> close, man. It's getting close. But uh, order your copy of the Giant Insider. Go to www.giantinsider.com or go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M A G Z T E R. As always, Chris, thanks, buddy. And hey, remember- bud. Yes. Bud, quickly, listen. Yes. Hey, everybody who listens, followers, and all that, if there's a subject you like to say, guys, can you address this subject, you know, in the podcast and all that, send it our way, man. Just put it on Twitter. Yeah, it doesn't always you have know? to be a Twitter question. So Put it on. Put it our way, man. We'll, we'll, if we'll get it in. If we get it in, we get, we'll talk about the subject. We'll get it in. We can you know, do- depending on what the news is for the week or whatever, right? Yeah, we can do like a... a like office. if somebody says, hey, you think you're going to be 3-13 and 13 next year? Jerry, fall in a run with it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> I didn't say 3-13. and 13, I just 9-7. and seven. Well, You uh, meant 3-13. and 13. Uh, 6-10. and 10. This is 6-10 I and said, 10 game. when that guy said 8-9-7, eight, eight, you laughed at that guy. You said, whoa, what? Are you kidding me? Oh, you're a cracker. Yeah. And, and and Frank the Tank, just to reiterate, Paul, and you call Frank no, the Tank. No, I didn't. A fat I just, guy. No, he said no, no, that's not true. I would. He's fine with the XL, Frankie. You're the man. Um, all right, guys. Remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody. <laughs>